Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Thanks so much for joining us on this Saturday. We have the Timberwolves and Sixers from Philly. Our pregame at 4.30 tip, 5 o'clock. No twin spring training today. Uh, twins winding down in the Grapefruit League uh, coming up on Sunday. And then they uh, head for D.C. to take on the Nats on Tuesday and then open the regular season on Thursday. Congrats. We have a state champion, Boys Hoops in 1A. RTR, Russell, Tyler Root, then battled back to beat Northwoods 59 to 55. Doug Swinhart is in studio today. We've had a ton of spring training games this March, but Doug is back uh, today. Always good to see Doug. Tech Talk underway. You know the deal. If you're having problems with your computer, hardware, software, whatever, feel free to call the program. Here are the numbers 651 989 9226 651 989 9226 or text great way to go 81807 that is 81807 here at CCO Doug it's been a while how you been absolutely wonderful Stevie I've been getting a ton of calls from people who want to talk about Facebook and that's I'm sure that's because of all of the news with uh, Cambridge Analytica and people starting to understand the algorithms. And you and I, over the years, we've had many discussions about Facebook. And I, I think we were pretty clear many years ago that we're not the customer. We're not the client. We're the product. When you sign up for Facebook, you give them permission to use your personal information. But the algorithm that took place with Cambridge Analytica ties Facebook to their, well, if you've got a list of friends, we also have access to their data. And that's where that 50 million has has blossomed and come from. So it's a lot of people didn't respond to that. And they didn't understand that when they signed up for Facebook and you're somebody else's friend, you've actually given that friend to use your information to disperse as Facebook advertising data as well. So it's a, it's a little complex. Yeah, it is very complex, and I was on Facebook for a while, and then it started to weird me out a little yeah. bit, and I was kind of like, now I'm on Twitter, and Twitter's kind of a hit-and-run thing. I use it to get news. I follow people that I trust. Um, it's an invaluable tool uh, to do my job uh, covering sports, and and I follow people I trust who are at sporting events, and they have insights and so on and so forth. But Facebook, that there's a lot of people that share a lot of stuff out there, and I think that's starting to come to light. And maybe this is a wake-up call for people to say, wait a minute, what am I doing? Because you and I on this program over the years have brought up the idea of what you put out there, emails, uh, texts, um, stuff on YouTube, any of this sort of stuff, will live forever. Absolutely. In some sort of form, somewhere on a server, we have 
And, and that's a great reminder for people that comes out all of it because ultimately we've had data breaches before. Remember Target and their data breach when credit card info was stolen. And then we had uh, the credit reporting agency and all the info that was stolen. It, it's, it's kind of the way of the world today where there are data breaches. But it is a reminder, I think, to be careful in what you share because, once again, you put it out there. It's going to live on and on and on. Absolutely. And the interesting thing about this Facebook and Cambridge Analytica is they really did not do anything illegal. It wasn't like somebody reached into a server and stole personal data. Everybody that signed up for Facebook gave them permission to use their personal data for marketing. Hence, Facebook is free, kind of. And Cambridge Analytica took that and they targeted marketed. What what the struggle really is, is how do you get the general public to not be influenced by massive propaganda, whether it be elections or, or, or slandering someone? How, how do you get the general public to be aware that this might be completely false? Let's not get all emotional yeah. until we do some. And that's really the issue in my mind. Yeah. I don't think that we can actually make Cambridge Analytica a scapegoat or Facebook a scapegoat, but you're right. The wake-up call, the bell has been rung. I, I I wish I had the answers, but as you know, I'm rarely the smartest guy in a room, even with a couple of people. So I, I can't really speak to a solution, but the bell has been rung, and I hope that we come up with a solution. Yeah, and one of the things you hear is there needs to be more regulation. There needs to be a law and that sort of thing. But but you're right, and I think looking at what individuals are doing in any social media context, whether it's Facebook or Twitter or another one out there, be aware. This stuff is getting shared everywhere. You don't know where it's going to end up. Exactly. You know, it's like the people that get in trouble for sending pictures and videos. That stuff's out there. It's out there. Forever. Yeah. So that that's an important thing to keep in mind. We want to get the numbers out there. Uh, the phone number, 651-989-9226. Doug hasn't been in for a while. Uh, phone lines are open, 651-989-9226. You can text 81807. That is 81807. Um, we did get a text. There's a new scam to be aware of. You get a phone call. And it's uh, people pretending to be from the IRS. Oh, yeah. And I think it, it plays into what we warn people about, that people will call and say they're from Microsoft or Dell or HP, and you're having problems with your computers. Don't buy it. Hang up the phone. Move on with your day. This is actually an annual thing that's been going on for years and years and years. Um, I think at this point, I believe that most people, I hope, that most of our listeners are smart enough not to just dole out your Social Security number to verify that you are who you say you are. If they called you, they got your phone number. They, If they're the IRS, they're not going to ask you for your Social Security number. They're probably not going to ask you for your date of birth. If you're having an issue with Social Security, you're probably, or some type of IRS, any type, you're going to have to contact them. They're not just going to willy-nilly contact you via telephone. And almost always the IRS will send some assemblance of hard copy paper to your mailbox before they contact you via yeah. voice. It's very, very rare. 
I actually had a couple of calls like this, and what I found absolutely astounding was the telephone number on my smartphone came up as private, and the guy had such a strong accent that he could barely speak English. So I thought, well, that's fun. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. And yeah. You, well, we've got your, we're from the IRS, and you've got an issue, and we've got to get this solved. It's like, yeah, right, and I just hung up the phone. So, But it is the time of the year. Be aware. Yeah, you are You are going to get a letter. This happened to me a few years ago. I've had a tax preparer uh, do our stuff for years and years and years. They made an honest mistake. The IRS sent us a letter and contacted my tax preparer, and we owed them a few hundred bucks. You know, it was honest mistake. We got it all sorted out. But the correspondence was by mail. Absolutely. And then from there, we had numbers to call to verify, and they worked with our tax preparer. It was all very legit. But, you know, giving out Social Security numbers and giving them your credit card number and that sort of thing, major no-no. Don't go there, uh, especially when it comes to computer things. They are not going to call, and they, they just don't have the resources to start calling people. Exactly correct. The only exception might be your Internet service provider. Correct. Potentially they could call Comcast, CenturyLink, et cetera. But you can always get a number, call them back, and verify your account information that way. And if you do get a call, say, well, I'm going to call you back, uh, maybe use your bill or a statement, and, and make a return call. Exactly, exactly. All right. Uh, by the way, our phone number again, uh, the show is all about your calls, 651-989-9226. You can text 81807. We already have... Uh, a ton of text coming into the program. Uh, here's a good one. I have four gigs of RAM in my computer. How much should I have? Should I max out my computer when it comes to RAM? It really depends what you're using it for. Most users, four gigabytes is going to be great plenty. If you're doing heavy, heavy gaming and heavy, heavy videos, then you might want to up it. Uh, but here again, if you're into that type of environment, you're probably going to have a desktop and it's probably going to be custom built. And the video card is going to have extra RAM memory on it as well. You'll have actual faster video memory. But most computers today come with four, giga, four gigabytes, and that's great plenty for most users. Generally, you're probably running somewhere between a half a gig, and 1.5 or 1.8 gigs. So the four gigs should be great plenty. Even if you've got six or eight or seven programs open at once, which most people don't do, but it can happen, four gigs is more than sufficient. Yeah, one of the things we had to do is uh, buy RAM and install it for my daughter at her computer. She's got an iMac at school. Uh, as she moves closer and closer to finishing her major, hopefully in the next year, year and a half, um, she's doing a lot more video editing and Absolutely. a lot more Photoshop and, and a lot of things associated with that. So we had to pump up the RAM and max it out to get that old iMac through college. That's pretty intensive. When you start doing video editing yeah, and, and oh yeah. movies. Huge files. Yep, and multimedia. If, you, if you're doing that kind of work, absolutely kick it up. Um, the interesting thing with random access memory is if you have a slight little glitch in your RAM chips, it may not be able to be reported by the operating system. And that's true if it's a Mac or a Windows machine or even a Linux computer. Not all RAM is detectable if there's an error. Uh, with that said, 
it should be enough to have four gigabytes. But if you're doing massive video stuff like that, absolutely kick it up. And today, fortunately, Steve, random access memory chips are not that expensive. Yeah, pretty cheap. Pretty cheap. All right. Uh, where would you buy it? If, if you want to buy more uh, for your computer, uh, take your time in a laptop. A little bit easier on a desktop. But if people are thinking about pumping that up, what, what would you recommend? Well, you know, here's the thing. First of all, regardless of your computer, you should be able to go to crucial.com, C-R-U-C-I-A-L.com. They've actually got a tool that will analyze your machine and tell you exactly the memory you have, how much your machine is capable of, and give you the exact RAM that's required by your computer. Now, once you find that out, you can either order it from Crucial, they ship it out, shipping's free, and it comes with a lifetime warranty. You can also buy Crucial memory and several other brands of memory right straight at Micro Center. So if you're in a hurry... Hop on over to St. Louis Park and pick it up and let the good times roll. All right, quick break. We have more tech talk with Doug in studio. The number again, we invite your calls. Uh, call now. We have full lines open by the end of the program. I know they'll be full and we can't get to everybody. 651-989-9226. You can text 81807. That is 81807. Tech Talk continues in a moment. It is Tech Talk, Doug Swinhart in studio on this Saturday, 37 degrees. We'll have an update on the weather following a CBS News update at 131 on the marches all over the country protesting gun violence. So that is coming up here in just a couple of minutes, Doug. Let's get to a couple of texts. Uh, and have you ever heard of... PC Accelerator. Do you know what PC Accelerator is? This is another program that that is actually supposed to be like tuning your windows. And it does a lot of things that CCleaner does. I, I'm not real in tune with the latest version. I've seen several of these programs over the years. I think you're better off taking care of the basics with CCleaner. I'm not a real big fan of, of, of things that are out there. Keep in mind that if something is free, unless it's a company that really is selling their product and been around for years and years and years, there's probably a trade-off involved in this. But we'll do some research and have some more answers for that. But I can almost guarantee it's some program. All right, CCleaner, how do people find it? I love CCleaner. You can just go to a Google uh, search box and type in C-C-L-E-A-N-E-R space plus free space plus Download, and it'll take you right to the page. The company's name is Piriform. If you want to look that up, you can find it that way as well. Tremendous company. And I always like to remind people, Steve, that once they download the free version and they have it for five, six, seven months, and they can actually see and experience what this does, by all means, step up to the plate and pay 20, 30 bucks and buy the pro version. It's worth every penny. And I really want to keep this company in business. And is that something that uh, you can keep on your machine and just run it every now and then? Oh, yeah. The free version doesn't expire. Now, there's a trial version of the pro version that's a 30-day program, and that will expire after 30 days. But the free version you can keep forever, and it just runs and runs and runs. It doesn't have all of the features that the pro version has, but it does a great job on cleaning out your temp files, 
uh, flushing out your browser cache and that kind of stuff. Um, and it gives you some access to the startup programs and it's got a pretty decent uninstaller. You can have it for free forever. But here again, I like this company and I'd like to keep them in business for many, many decades to come. All right. Sea cleaner from Piriform. Exactly. All right, very good. Uh, We've got to run to a break. We have a CBS News update. We'll have a quick check of the weather, and then we'll come back. Friendly reminder, phone lines are open right now if you want to talk to Doug about your computer, hardware, software. We have a number of texts at 81807. Our phone number is 651-989-9226. Once again, it's 131 here at CCO, 37 degrees, east winds at 13. Let's go to CBS News. Tech Talk continues on a Saturday here at CCO. Good to have Doug in studio uh, when our sports schedules allow. Doug's in studio Saturday is between 1 and 2 o'clock with Tech Talk. If you're having problems with your computer, hardware, software, whatever, feel free to call the program. 37 degrees, east winds at 13. Uh, not a great early spring day, but uh, we'll deal with it. Uh, let's go to the phone lines in a moment. Uh, we should tell you here are the pertinent numbers. Text 81807, great way to go, 81807. And we have a number of texts already. Or you can call the program, 651-989-9226. And that's good for all our programs here on CCO, so keep that handy. 651-989-9226. Let's go to Gary in Elk River. Gary, you're on the air. Hello. Oh, well, how about that? Say, I didn't get that uh, email, the code there where you were talking about uh, the program to clean things up. Oh, uh, it's a sea cleaner. And just uh, C-C-L-E-A-N-E-R, C-Cleaner. And uh, it's a wonderful program. Just go to Google.com, G-O-O-G-L-E.com, and in the search box, just type in C-Cleaner. The first result that comes from that search will be Paraform, and you'll see several below that. Just click on the download link and go right to the page, install it, and let the good times roll. When you get to that download page, you will see several columns. One will be for the professional download, one will be for a professional trial, and one will be the free one. Start with the free one. And, and Gary, thank you for the call. And it's one of those things, if you like it and you use it, you know, maybe uh, upgrade. Absolutely. Give them a few bucks. Absolutely. By the way, Steve, we should mention, too, that this is the, the exact same people that create Revo Uninstaller. And as long as you're there, you might as well get the free version of Revo as well. And let's, let's talk about Revo. If you get a new computer and there's some stuff on there you don't need, don't use, uh, a lot of pre-installed stuff, um, Revo is really a great program, very thorough. Absolutely wonderful. And the pro version of Revo, and this is what's really hot, once you get your machine all cleaned up, you've got Revo running, and there's this little thing called Hunter Mode. So when you go to install a new program, this thing keeps track of everything. How it tied together with the dynamic link libraries. How it tied together with Windows OCX files. And if you use Revo to uninstall it, it puts it back identical to the way it was beforehand. So if you're a person who's installing and uninstalling a lot of software and doing a lot of testing in Windows, this thing is a piece of gold. Wonderful, wonderful piece of work. 
All right, here's a good one from our text line. We brought up Facebook at the top. Huge topic uh, that goes far beyond the tech world. Privacy issues, uh, politics, you name it. But uh, the texter was wondering, if I close down my account today, does it do any good or is the potential damage done? Well, this actually gets pretty ugly. I have multiple email accounts that are tied together under my Google account. When I went to close up my Facebook account over a decade ago, it kept picking that same account up from my other email accounts. It was really, really difficult. It can be done. I foresee in the next 30 to 60 days where Facebook's policy is going to change drastically. Even some of the people who had me listed as friends, there in their particular profile of who I was in their list of friends, my email would actually change in the in their profile. It was astounding how much control some of the this analytical things took place in this thing. Remember now, when Facebook is selling us as their product or our data as their product, when they go to a prospective customer and they say, we have X amount of users, that number is huge. So they want as many users as possible. There is no question on my mind that there are many, many individuals that may be 10 or 20 or 30 Facebook users, same person. So it's just, it's, it can get difficult. You got to stop it with every email address that you have and they will snap up on your other emails. So you, it's difficult, but it can be done. All right. Uh, let's go to Mark in Plymouth. Mark, you're on Tech Talk. Hi, I just have a quick question. I have malware bikes, Kaspersky, and, and, um, C-Cleaner and C-Cleaner, and I, I'm wondering if those are good. Uh, if you've got malware bytes running with Kaspersky, I would probably say, listen, if you've got the paid version of both those, when one of those expires, I would suggest you keep malware bytes. But that's antivirus and anti-malware. C-Cleaner is a system cleaner and optimizer. All three are fairly good. I've got kind of a... I guess maybe it's more psychological or subconscious, if you will. Um, the main office of Kaspersky is like three blocks away from the Kremlin. So I, I, I personally would suggest that you just stay with malware bites. It's American company, just do our thing. But thank you for the call. But multiple antivirus and malware is normally not a good thing. Many computers today have enough power and RAM and fast hard drive speed to where it's not noticeable. But the faster you make your computer run, the longer it will last. And I just don't see the need for multiple antivirus and anti-malware, especially in Windows 10, where Windows Defender is automatically backing whatever you have up in case something fails on that. So I'd say malware bytes and CCleaner would be your best bet. All right. Uh, still, if you have Windows 10, you should be in good shape with Defender. I really think that. Windows Defender, Microsoft took a lot of flack over the last decade, decade and a half. And Windows Defender is doing a really, really good job. It's updating itself, sometimes by the minute if it's necessary. Um, it's clean, it's lean, uh, very almost completely unnoticeable. Uh, it has no problem working with the Windows firewall, which 
I think they've done some serious improvements on their firewall as well running in the background. So, yeah, Windows 10, in my opinion, is probably one of the most secure operating systems Microsoft has ever come out with. All right. uh, We haven't had many calls on this lately. Laptop batteries and a strategy to get as much as you can out of your laptop battery. Uh, This text uh, revolves around my laptop battery will not charge to 100%. It'll only get up to 90, 91%. Is there a problem with the battery? Should it be replaced? What's going on? You know, this is not so unusual. And in fact, some laptops in the BIOS, this actual pre-operating system setup screen, BIOS, Basic Input Output System ROM chip, some BIOS settings actually have a setting to prevent your battery from getting a full charge. And this has to do with supposedly creating longer life on the battery. I don't know if any of that's true. One thing I can tell you is check your BIOS first. Usually to get into that, it's F1, F2, F10, 11, or 12 as from a black screen as you power up. Start tapping those buttons. You can also run a Google search and find out how to enter your BIOS. Use caution when you're in there. Look for the battery and see what it says. Some of these actually have to do with what's called fast charge. And you'll want to do some research and learning on that as well. If you have a bad battery, you can jump on Amazon.com and or eBay, run a search, and you should be able to find a battery replacement relatively inexpensive. And whenever I do business on eBay, I always check their reputation, and I prefer to do business on eBay with somebody at least in North America and preferably the United States. And thank you so much for the text. Yeah. What What about this idea of every now and then uh, using a laptop battery? Some people leave their laptops plugged in all the time, but using that laptop, taking that battery all the way down uh, to the point where it's ready to you know, go out of business or shut down and then charge it all the way back. Up. That That's interesting. When lithium batteries first came out in the laptops and notebooks and netbooks, when you, you first got a computer, the instructions sheet came right out and said, here's what you do. With your machine turned off, you plug in your computer and let your battery charge to its fullest. For the first five days, you do not plug your computer in to run it. You run it off the battery and run it down to nothing. If it shuts down, let it shut down. Then you plug it in and charge it back up, leaving your computer off. Supposedly, this was supposed to create a memory in the lithium batteries. I think with the originals, that was true. They've since said that's not necessary, but I still charge it and drain it about five times before I go right back to leaving them plugged in. By the way, Steve, most laptops and notebooks that you have access to the battery outside, most of them you can completely take that battery out and plug it in straight with the AC adapter, and they'll run just fine. Now, that may actually affect this little voltage regulator in there, but a lot of them won't even affect that. So, But, yeah, I think it's important to know how much battery life you're going to get especially if you're traveling. That's one thing I got to mention with the newer machines. Some of these batteries are lasting 10 to 12 hours. Wow. 
That that is extraordinary. We're getting there. Yeah, that that is a long way from the old days when a laptop, if you got a couple three hours out of it, you were doing well. And they charge in an hour and fifteen minutes. Yeah, that's cool. I don't care who you are. Well, and Doug, that gets into one thing. Quick point before we take a break. There there is so much emphasis now on battery technology and battery research because if you think about it. Um, electric cars rely on batteries, the ability to charge them quickly and get as much service time as possible really is what's holding back electric cars right now. And that's about, and that's about to change, I think. Yeah. So, and and that's going to trickle down into laptops and really the good laptop batteries are just really, uh, larger versions of that are what we're seeing in automobiles. Absolutely. This is some really, really cool technology and it's going to be fun to watch. Yeah. It's changed a ton already, but uh, I don't think we've seen anything yet when it comes to battery technology. We live in interesting times for certain. Yeah, for sure. One forty-eight, twelve minutes now in front of two. Quick break. We'll come back. More text. And we have time for a call or two. 651-989-9226. 651-989-9226 here at CCO. Welcome back. Tech Talk continues. Doug Swinhart in studio. A lot of great calls, a lot of great texts today on the program. Doug's back next Saturday at 1. And then it's kind of dependent on the twin schedule and, of course, the Timberwolves playoff schedule, we hope, moving forward into the spring. But uh, today, between 1 and 2, next Saturday, between 1 and 2, we'll certainly keep you up today. Good to see Doug. Let's go to Carol in Cambridge. Carol, you're on the air with Doug. Hello. Hi. Hi, Carol. What's up? Um, I, every time I turn my computer on, it tells me to optimize. When I go to optimize, I'm not sure really what it means. It just says that it's that I got many faults and I should optimize now. And every time I go there, they want money for payment. Yeah, that's malware. Um, if you get a chance, get that over to my place or give me a call if you can get on the Internet. We'll see if we can clean that up online. Yeah, you got malware running. Uh, as soon as you started to talk, I was going, well, what, what, what? And I thought possibly you had something wrong with your hard drive, but that's not going to come out and start wanting money. You give me a call sometime next week and we'll connect up and get you taken care of. The, what? Do not spend money with these people. We do not want to reward their bad behavior. And I will take care of you, Carol, and thank you for the call. Yeah, and it's one of those things where that needs to be cleaned oh, up. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you, need, you need to get in there and clean that up. Probably it starts from a clean computer. Yeah, well, first thing I'm probably going to do is download ADW Cleaner, which is a free product free product from Malwarebytes that once you download it, it doesn't really install on your machine. So malware can't look for a new installation. It's going to run and clean out the RAM, take out all the files that are affecting this thing, and then we might have to, have to actually reboot and install Malwarebytes the malware so it actually checks the boot sectors. If this is happening when she's first turning on her computer, Steve, there's something going on in her boot procedure. And that's that's deadly. We, we need to clean that up post-haste. All right, let's uh, squeeze in one more call. Alice, go quick. Hi. Um, when uh, Just recently on my Dell, I have Windows 10. Um, it can happen whether I'm doing a solitaire game, email, or checking the Internet all of a sudden, everything freezes up, and then up at the very top, it says, Google Chrome not responding. And then you just have to sit there and wait for 
you know, 15, 20 seconds, and it happens frequently. This is very, very strange. It's very possible that you've got a a, a bad RAM chip, a bad memory chip, um, but this would be where you'd want to test it, make sure your hardware is good, and then take a look at your operating system. It's also possible that your Google Chrome has had um, a plug-in added to the browser that is attempting to run in the background. Yeah, Both of these you're going to want to address. Give me a call next week, and we'll see if we can get you taken care of. won't take us long, but, yeah, you want to address this right away. All right, uh, tip from the text line. Um, when looking for a new battery online, make sure the model number and voltage are identical. Very good tip there. Absolutely. Um, someone uh, texted in, they're dropping Kaspersky, but what about McAfee or Trend Micro? What would you do? Um, if you want a, a package other than malware bytes, my first initial thought would be to send you to ESET, Enod32. Wonderful company. Uh, McAfee is a good company. It's uh, Actually, it's uh, owned by Adobe at this point, which is owned by Intel. So, yeah, you're you're doing fine with that. Trend Micro is, is decent. I like products with a sound, solid reputation. And ESET, Enod32, is probably top, top shelf if you want something that's commercial and that you're going to pay for. But, yeah, there's many, many good products out there. All right, uh, time for a couple other quickies from our text line. I use CenturyLink or have CenturyLink uh, for Wi-Fi in the house. I use it for Alexa and the computer, and I'm losing the connection quite a bit. What could be going on? Uh, If it's a Wi-Fi thing, you're going to want to be taking a look at how close your equipment is to that router, or like you and I have recommended a lot in the past, Stevie, just get an extender. I've got two of them at my place. Neither one of them are are more than 50 bucks. Yeah. Uh, You put an extender on there, find the product that's having the problem, and disconnecting. You also might want to check on your router to see if just by changing the channel might be better. It's very possible that your router is set up to the same channel as several of your neighbors. And I see equipment that tries to train up to a neighbor's house and loses connection because their Wi-Fi strength is a little stronger than yours. It's it's just, it's not a perfect science. Got to play with it. Yeah, there, there's no doubt. Uh, if I go on my laptop at home, I'm seeing internet from three, four different neighbors. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it is amazing how, uh, how this stuff beams into the house. Um, yeah, we, we've got to run, do a break. Uh, your number, email, et cetera. Oh, thank you, Steve. 651-552-9543. And, of course, WCCOTech.com, WCCOTECH.com. Six five one five five two nine five four three, and I'll see you next week, Steve. All right, very good, Doug. We'll see you in one week. Tech Talk Saturdays, uh, sports schedules permitting, between one and two here on CCO. We have all the news and weather at two o'clock. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.